You've tuned in to the Baby Making Podcast. This all-inclusive podcast digs deep on all things babies, parenthood, and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Baby Making Podcast. I am very excited to be wrapping up this last series, Fostering Families. Um, I just wanted to do a quick little episode to recap that series, um, chat about it a little bit, and then let you know what's coming up for the podcast in the next couple months. So as most of you know, the last series was called Fostering Families, and um, I was very excited to do this topic. Um, Foster care and the foster system has always been something that's very um, interesting to me. It's not something that I have experienced or, or know anyone personally who has experienced being foster parents or being in foster care um, in my life up until adulthood. Um, But it has been something that's always been intriguing to me as a topic to learn more about. Um, I think there's a lot of negative stereotypes with foster care and the whole world of that. So I wanted to, one, learn more, but two, with this series, to utilize our weekly episodes to get different perspectives from different areas of the foster care experience. So our first episode was with um, Bobby and Elizabeth Jackson. Uh, They are actually the first people that my husband and I have met who are foster parents and have had a lot of foster children in and not children teens specifically in and out of their home and um I've I've been just blown away by how they have seamlessly become foster parents and included these young people in their lives and in their families. So I was excited to interview them about their experience. And I'm so glad that I did because they were very honest about how it wasn't all rainbows and sunshine when it came to welcoming a foster placement. And I just had this perception that everything was great and they were loving it and it was like I said, so seamless. And I'm so glad that I interviewed them to to really hear about the struggles and the difficulties. And if you listened or saw our social media, um, Bobby had said at the end, don't do it unless you're, I think he just said, don't do it. But um, I think it's important to mention that although not all is as it appears on the outside. So I think that's important to mention in this whole um, series is that I thought everything looked great for them. And obviously I'm not naive to that struggle of um, welcoming someone new into your family, but I didn't really realize the, um, the nuance to it until I, I worked with them through an interview and was really able to see kind of start to finish um, 
just grazing the surface of their experience. So I was really grateful to Elizabeth and Bobby for being so transparent and honest and um, sharing the highs and the lows of being foster parents. Um, Next, we had on Kathleen from Fearless Fostering. And the perspective that I wanted to get from her was – Um, she works with a lot of foster moms specifically. So Fearless Fostering is a supportive community where she's posting on social media. I believe she has a podcast where she, she talks about some of the topics that come up. But I wanted to get a like global view of what things look like and what foster parents were coming up against. And, um... I think what was not shocking to me but interesting was that a lot of this is just like building a community around you that's going to support you because you're going to need it. And I imagine it's super challenging for for those foster moms specifically who are um, the caretakers and don't have a supportive community around them or don't really – have people that truly understand what foster care looks like, um, which I imagine is a lot of people. Um, Even the Jacksons mentioned that their parents and family were all about it until it was happening and they were like, wait a second, this isn't what we thought. So I think think Kathleen's episode was really great because it gave, one, she was able to share her experience, which I loved, hearing what that has looked like and kind of the relationship that she has built with her children's bio families. And um, I think it was important to share that community is really important in, in the work of being a foster parent. Not everyone will understand. Not everyone will understand why you're doing it or understand your day-to-day but I think having a group of people or one person who kind of gets it um, and is able to support you maybe just by listening um, is is really imperative to to having a positive and successful fostering experience Um, and, and I definitely gathered from those two interviews specifically that things are very um, unexpected and maybe even fleeting. And as someone who is a big planner and plans way far ahead, um, I can see how that would be a huge challenge to try to build stability in the life of a child who's been removed from their home and never really being able to guarantee that they will stay or guarantee that they will have stability with you due to kind of how the system operates. So um, yeah, I I was really grateful to have Kathleen on and hear her story. Um, Next up, we had Kristen, who was previously on the podcast in the beginning of the year to talk about uh, lifestyle changes and and how to be successful. Um, But I was very excited to learn that Kristen was going back to her social work roots and um, became a caseworker at DCFS. Um, 
so as she explained, her role is very like jack of all trades. Um, she's meeting with schools and she's going to court and she's figuring out placements. So she's kind of like doing it all. Um, but the reason I wanted to have Kristen on was that I feel like there's so much um, negative information out there about DCFS and that they just take people's kids away and um, they shuffle kids around all the time. And I think what was um, what my goal was for having her on was to give a little clarity to what it looks like and the whys to um, having your children removed or or having um, your rights terminated or um, doing placements and that um, it's more than just a nine to five job and that these people really care about what happens to the kids in their care, but that they can only do so much. Um, and I also wanted to share, um, I'm, I'm sure it's different in every state, but um, here in Illinois, um, well, it might not seem like it, um, DCFS does have a lot of programs that are supportive to parents um, in reunifying them with their children in that they provide financial support or um, addiction services or mental health services, parenting classes. There's um, housing programs, um, getting them on the appropriate financial aid if they need it. Um, there are a lot of programs that DCFS runs here in Illinois specifically that are built to support parents. So it's not just DCFS is pulling kids from their homes and shuffling them around to a bunch of different foster homes that, um, well, sometimes that might happen. They are, um, staffing programs to assist in kind of stopping the cycle, so I thought it was really important to have Kristen on and kind of share that perspective um, of, of what Child Protective Services is, what the process is to having a child removed. Um, I felt like a lot of my questions were very much curiosity questions as they usually are, but I think um, we're not really told what the process looks like and it's not like widely available um, to be discussed. So I was really excited at the opportunity to kind of um, myth bust a little bit as to what has to happen for a child or children to be removed. Um, so thank you to Kristen for being on for that. And then one of my um, my major um, areas that I wanted to um, speak on in this foster care series was the experience of a foster youth. And um, I was very worried that I wouldn't be able to get somebody um, just because I know that not every foster care experience is positive and there's a lot that goes into it and it's very personal and emotional story for people to tell. Um, so I was very worried that I wouldn't be able to find someone. So I was thrilled when Derek reached out and said that he wanted to tell a story. Um, this Every episode on this podcast, I always say, this is the best episode ever. I, I love this episode. But um, the two-part series with Derek 
I think will be very special to me as we continue to go on with this podcast just because um, I was so grateful to be able to share his story um, and kind of have a platform for him to go through his story from start to finish. If you listen to the episodes, he mentions that he's never gone through his story from start to finish. Um, and and while there were parts of this, his experience and story that were um, hard to wrap your head around or sad or difficult, I think... Um, I think it was really positive to share with people what it looks like and um, that you can come out on the other side, but that that doesn't always happen. Um, But what I loved about Derek's story was that obviously um, we don't show video on on the baby making podcast, but I was able to zoom with him and um, Being able to see him light up when he talked about um, some of his foster moms and the experiences that he had with them um, was really heartwarming to me and that he had this whirlwind crazy experience of being a foster youth from very young through being 19 and still had these really fond memories of these, these women who were impactful in his life. Um, was very cool to see. So um, I am very grateful to Derek for coming on the podcast and and sharing his experience with um, our listeners and um, and being so transparent. And um, it was it was the perfect wrap up to the series to show his full journey. So thank you to Derek for. Um, for being on the podcast thank you erica for for linking us up um so that kind of ends the foster fostering families series um we will be um touching back on this topic um soon here um, as just a one-off um there is a local nonprofit called the ruth project Um, here in Illinois, and they serve families um, who are foster parents, and they have um, a boutique here in downtown Elgin uh, where foster children can come and pick out outfits and toys and shoes um, free of charge. Um, Not only do they do the boutique, but they also do Um, programs for foster social programs for foster kids they do um, parent support groups they do so much stuff for the community to support not only foster families but the foster children that they have uh, while they have them Um, and they are expanding here soon so while we couldn't um, schedule it into this series we will definitely be doing a one-off on the Ruth Project Um, sometime this year. So I'm excited to share about that one. So for the month of April, I am thrilled to announce the series. Um, I am very big on sharing about mental health and I think it's something that is starting to become more prevalent in, um, 
on the the parenting podcast, on Instagram, wherever, um, about mental health around pregnancy and postpartum. And I am dedicating the month of April, which is um, Mental Health Awareness Month, to talking about um, maternal mental health. Um, So we will have someone on who I heard and and was just super impacted by on another podcast talk about her experience with anxiety and depression prior to becoming pregnant and then her experience through pregnancy with anxiety and depression and then what it looked like after. Uh, We will have someone on talking about um, their ongoing experience with postpartum psychosis. Um, We will be putting a trigger warning on that just because um, it is very intense. um, And her story is really incredible. And um, the fact that she's still going through it and documenting it on social media just to normalize it for people is very... um, it's just incredible to to see her kind of navigating through it in real time. So I am excited to have her on. Um, we will also have a um, a guest, Dr. Veronica, who is a licensed clinical social worker who specializes in um, mental health for moms. Um, so she will come on and talk about what it looks like um, to have anxiety or depression as a mom, what postpartum anxiety can look like, how um, as a partner or a family member or a friend, you can kind of see the signs, but also start to support someone with um, mental health issues, with mental health in parenthood. Um, And then we will also have someone on um, from New Zealand, which I was very excited about, Um, Her name is Carla, and she started a program in New Zealand for um, families who had experienced birth trauma and kind of working with them to hear their story, processing what it all looked like, and um, utilizing their next birth to repair their trauma from the first one and if they're not having another one how to repair it as well Um, and there's just a ton of need for people to share their experiences so that's why I'm excited to um, to pull this series together and share with you all um, about maternal mental health Um, it's a it's a topic that's near and dear to me and I'm excited to focus on for mental health awareness month in April I am also excited to share a couple new opportunities to support the podcast. Um, We have joined up with Buy Me a Coffee, and it is an opportunity to give $5, give a million dollars to help fuel our podcast. Um, As most of you know, I'm a big coffee drinker. Um, So the, the Buy Me a Coffee will go to supporting the podcast Uh, keeping us running, Um, and you can do that at buymeacoffee.com slash babymakingpod. Um, So that's one way to support. 
Another way to support the podcast is through our new brand ambassadorship with Kindred Bravely. Um, For those who don't know, Kindred Bravely is a motherhood brand and they um, started out with wanting to provide quality, comfortable garments for moms um, who are pregnant and through postpartum um, to feel comfortable. And they have um, an incredible line of bras and underwear Uh, both for maternity or nursing. Um, They also have pajamas and loungewear, um, a whole whole list of um, really incredible products for moms and pregnant people um, to feel their most comfortable. So um, we're excited to be a partner, um, a brand ambassador for them. And we will be linking our, um, our unique link in the um, podcast descriptions um, from now on and also on our um, Instagram um, link tree. So you'll be able to go there, click our link, um, shop through us, and support the podcast. Um, and then, as always, a uh, third way to support the podcast would be through um, sharing, um, sharing our episodes, sharing our social media, interacting with our social media. Um, so we would we would love it if you continued to share our content and our episodes with people who you think would um, love to listen. Um, and again, thank you for everyone who has listened, whether you've just joined or have been listening since day one. Uh, we're super grateful for you and are excited to provide you a full year of really amazing content. Um, and with that, I think that's it. Um, I'm excited to bring April series to you and um, maybe after April I will give a sneak peek of what the rest of the year will look like. Um, Thank you again as always for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time.